why does no one ever consider the financial costs of things? Especially when it comes down to eco policy and green policy and this perception that we should always do what's best for the environment. Now, surely I'm not the only one that thinks that somewhere, someone needs to be thinking more about the financial impact of said policies, not just the environmental impact of these policies. Now you might be thinking, well, Rob, what do you mean by this? Well, let's look at everything that's going on at the moment. Let's look at energy policy. Let's look at eco policy. Let's look at renewables, ESG as well, and all the hoo-ha about that in the last few years. That's starting to come home to roost. Ultimately, at the end of the day, if you are an investor, you are more than likely going to look to get the best return you possibly can for your currency. So if you are looking at investing in two identical companies and you want to invest £100, let's just say these companies are identical, all their numbers are identical apart from the yield. Let's say that company A is going to give you uh, an annual yield of 5%, but company B, because they've got an environmental, social and governance policy, an ESG policy, and they're going to invest in environmentally friendlier things, let's just say their yield is 3%. But you're going to feel like you're doing a bit better ethically. The chances are, unless you're a bit nuts, you're going to go for the company that's 5%. Why? Because you will want the best return that you can get for your investment. Now, if that's you and you're listening to this and you've got this light bulb above your head, that is perfectly normal. That's That means you are a normal person, you are a normal investor. You want to make sure you're getting your currency working for you as best as possible. It doesn't mean you're going to be too overly worried about ESG policy or things like that, because at the end of the day, you're going to get a more a higher return for your investment. Why, you, why do you want to get a, a higher return for your investment? Well, they say money rules the world, currency rules the world, and at the end of the day, a little bit of greed. Greed is good, and for you to want to maximise your return from your investments, there is nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Especially with ESG, what was bandished around a few years ago was that companies would use all these funds to invest into you know, more economically reliable projects or, you know, more socially reliable projects and more eco-friendlier projects as well. However, what people don't take into account is the financial cost of that. To In order to go and build solar plants and wind turbine farms and, you know, support greener policy, that's going to that's gonna cost some cash which means that your expenditure is going to increase, your overheads are going to increase. And if they increase, then at the same time, let's just say your revenue stays the same, well, then what happens there? It means your dividend is going to go down. So the investors, although they might be helping a company that's investing in you know, carbon neutral projects, for example, actually what's the return they're seeing in the back pocket won't be as high as if you, say, invested into a tobacco company at the moment. Now, I'm not saying you should go and invest into a tobacco company. What I am saying is that a couple of the, on the FTSE 100, so the stock exchange over here in London, on the FTSE 100, a couple of the companies that have the highest dividend yields, 
are tobacco companies. Why? Because they've got a hell of a lot of cash just sat in the bank, not doing too much. And that's how they are at the moment. But they're providing the highest yield. So the, now you start to understand the paradox that we get into. Years ago at university, as part of business degree, uh, one of the subjects that we studied in the final year was environmental economics. And this was in 2009, 2010. But the prevalent question then is still the prevalent question now is how do you put a financial cost onto all these all of these projects, all of these things? It's pretty much impossible. You're making a you're pretty much coming out of a, a number out of thin air, to be honest, and that's not good. But many people aren't trying to put a number on it because number one it's quite difficult to do but it also seems like from the mainstream media and the narrative that we get that people aren't even considering putting a financial cost on everything and this is years ago and this has all started to come home slowly to roost poor energy policy most in, in most of the world you know here in the uk our, we're paying i think the highest bills in the world our energy policy on you know gas reliance i understand we have a gas reliance we are an island at the end of the day yes we are making waves with you know pursuing solar wind farms etc you know we're surrounded by water funnily enough i understand why we're going down that route we've had a very prominent coal industry back in the day as well and when you start mentioning to other people that nuclear is the answer is one of the big answers that we have. People are losing their their rag over it because they don't want nuclear. Why? Because it's, it's dangerous, etc., etc. Nuclear is one of the answers. Point being that because we have made these daft uh, challenge uh, issues with Russia, with you know restricting what we're going to buy and not buy off of Russia, amongst other bits and pieces, and our own government failings over the last 20, 25 years. We're now in a situation where we're paying through the roof for our energy. What isn't helping is this mainstream media narrative of, you know, we must, you know, we must be carbon neutral. We must go net zero. We've committed to this. And, you know, we don't care if we make our citizens incredibly poor or screw our country over. No, we're committed to this. We've got to do this. Never mind the billions and billions and billions and billions of pounds that you're going to have to put into that. And you don't go cold turkey off of oil, gas and coal. It's not going to happen. It shouldn't happen, but we're being forced down that path. And as a result of that, our energy bills are through the roof. Why? Because we're doing this from a, um, a very emotional point of view. And because we're doing it from an emotional point of view, no one's having a look at the impact of the financial costs. What are the financial costs at the moment? Higher bills, higher prices. Is that a price that's well worth paying? Well, no, it's really not. From a social and ethical point of view, or a very lefty point of view, you might think it is. And it all sounds good in theory and in practice, and still you start actually getting down to the nitty gritty of these things, and you start getting that energy bill full through your doorstep. You start getting your online statements about how much your energy is costing. Once you start seeing that, and you start actually living it, you will realise that it is a massive, massive pain in the ass. It's not worth it. That is my opinion, and I think more and more people are waking up to this because they are now feeling the force of all this renewable 
eco stuff that's being force fed to them. Now they're seeing their bills come up. The next stage at some point, I hate to say it, but history will repeat itself, is there's going to be revolution at some point. Where, when, about what exactly, I'm not 100% sure. But history's shown us time and time again, there will be revolution. It will happen. And getting people to pay more for their bills and ESG, it's a sack of crap. But that's the narrative we're being force-fed at the moment. Again, this is bureaucrats, this is politicians, these are, you know, the elite of the world, the World Economic Forum, etc. No one is considering the fundamental financial costs of all these policies. And it's leading us down a very dangerous, dangerous path. At the end of the day, the world revolves around currency. It revolves around money, sound money, your gold and silver. And we will do well to remember this. As long as you remember that that is what the world revolves around and it should revolve around true money, gold, silver, you will be attuned to remember that. We've touched on this before, we're touching it again. Mineral extraction, materials, mining extraction. These things are never considered. So we have this push towards eco this and eco that and we must do better for the world. We must have solar panels, we must have our wind turbines. Yeah, okay, that, that's absolutely fine. I don't disagree with that. I think there's a place for it. But for your baseload energy, you're going to need that nucleus of coal, oil, gas, nuclear. That's what you're going to need. But improving and increasing the amount of renewable energy around the world, I'm okay with that and I am for that. What I'm not for is the narrative that you and I are being fed and then also the fact that it's starting to affect all of us in our daily lives through much higher bills and in effect our cost of living increasing but yet our quality of life decreasing. I think we're in the wrong country there are going to be other and better places to be at the moment than the UK. And I hate to say that, but that's true. The other part of the mainstream media and the narrative that we're not being fed is, well, where do all these minerals come from? Where do all these materials come from that we need to produce these panels and these turbines? They're all going to come from the ground. That's going to involve a lot of mining. Now, I, I like mining because it's very useful. Ultimately, it's quite a dirty thing to be involved in and it's not the most environmentally friendly thing to do either but if you want more solar panels and you want more wind turbines uh, and we need more electrical infrastructure we're going to need more silver we're going to need more copper etc etc we're going to have to get more mines online we're going to have to go down that route we're going to have to use more coal oil and gas in order to power those mines to extract the very minerals that are needed in order to produce this these eco-friendly renewables in the first place and that's what we're not being told and that's the message of this of, of, of this episode this recording is that we're not being told that we need to be told that because it's the truth let's not hide behind everything all the time we need to be told this is the truth this is the path we're going to go down it's going to take billions and billions of pounds of new mines of new things coming online in order to make this transition from oil, gas and coal over to renewables. There is nothing wrong with that, but coming off oil, gas and coal, cold turkey, whilst trying to force feed everything else is leading to all of the shit at the moment with incredibly high bills and, and people that are starting to lose the plot. 
as I said earlier on, if you are in a position, you, all of us can sit back and look at something and go, oh, that sounds okay or it's okay. But when the very same thing starts happening to you, that's when we start having these issues. And again, people are paying more for their bills now. People are really seeing the true cost of what's going on. And ultimately, if governments are paying billions into investment and research, that currency is being created from somewhere. Who's going to pay that back? That's going to be from a lot of people paying a lot of taxes at some point over the years. But hey, if it makes us feel good, that's worth it. Really, I'm not sure about that. So why does no one ever consider the financial costs of things when it comes to environmental policy? It's probably too scary to think of the financial costs. Politicians won't want to tell you what the financial costs are. Why? Because in the, that might mean they don't get re-elected in, in the next uh, election period. And it's very difficult to put an exact financial cost on an environmental cost and or benefit. It's very difficult to do that. And I studied that at university all those years ago. But until no one considers, or the bureaucrats and the politicians, until they start considering the financial costs of invent environmental policy we're going to be beaten with the same stick we must go net zero we must go carbon neutral but don't worry if that makes your life and my life miserable for increased bills don't worry if that increases your cost of living and decreases your quality of life it's because we, it's worth it and we're doing part we're doing our part for the world bullshit it's not necessary there's going to be better ways of doing this nuclear is one of the things as well and stop forcing this down people's throats